Well, good news for a lot of travelers out there is that WestJet and its airline pilots reached a last minute deal after a lot of negotiation, meaning there is no strike today, which is great. Bad news on that is things are not fully back to normal when it comes to their schedule because they had been preparing for the strike. So there are still flight cancellations and delays. So check with WestJet if you have a flight with them before you head out to the airport. Now, we know that the contract negotiations were kind of stuck on a couple of big issues, right? It was definitely salary. It was work condition. It was job protections. This idea of even like just keeping labor, whether it's pilots, flight attendants, you name it, this has been a huge one for the airline industry, especially during the pandemic and since the pandemic has been over and people have renewed flying really with a vengeance. A lot of people who want to keep up that, you know, that habit of flying to and from and they're just, it's expensive and there's been staffing shortages and it's been nothing but it feels like problems. So let's talk about where the industry is at right now. And is this something that we can expect more of, that kind of disruption in the airline industry moving forward? Great Harvey is with us now, Professor and Dan Cap, Private Equity Chair of Human Organization at Western University. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for the invitation. Is this a sign of things to come in the airline industry? I mean, this is one labor dispute, but are there more on the horizon? Sadly, I suspect this will be. I, I think this is this is something that we, we are going to see more of. Um, and this is, you know, has been driven by the pandemic. But the pandemic has exacerbated problems that existed long before we had the closures of commercial airspace. Okay. And so is this, what has happened here? Like, are, is there things that the airline industry or the airlines themselves have done to put them in this position? Well, I think what this goes back to is deregulation uh, back in the, the sort of 80s and 90s. What we see is that the the old system of arranging flights where uh, the tariff, the cost of the passenger was determined by national government. Uh, we saw the end of that, which introduced an era of competition on cost. And so airlines began to focus on things like tariff and focus on the the cost base that they had. And because of cost cost competition, airlines were reducing costs. Lots of costs with the airlines can't be reduced. One thing you can reduce is labor costs. So over that, that period, certainly the last 30 years in Canada, what we've seen is an erosion of terms and conditions of employment. Now, the, the industry is, is susceptible to economic change. It's, it's particularly susceptible to crises, and we've had plenty of those in the industry in the last 25 years. And with these fluctuations, we've had you know, additional pressures put on staff. And even prior to the pandemic, there were, there were lots of unrest among various groups within the airlines because employees had had enough and they, they wanted to take their share in, in airline profitability. Right. But the demand is certainly there, isn't it, Grant? Like it, it, there are still lots of people who want to fly, but it does feel like the airlines just can't keep up. There's certainly, it, it's certainly a resilient industry. And, and what has been uh, fascinating is, you know, as we came out of the pandemic and the closure of airspace, there were the questions over whether we'd ever return to the same levels of demand. You know, it, there were sort of environmental considerations and people learned to, to um to live without traveling. And no, what we've seen is as soon as that airspace opened up, the flights filled up again. Um, So it's an incredibly resilient industry. But one thing I will say um, is that airlines will have suffered severely as a consequence of the pandemic because the one thing with airlines 
if they're not flying, not only are they not making money, they're actually losing money. So when the aircraft are on the ground, those airlines are actually losing money. So these airlines had a really tough time through the pandemic with the closure of commercial airspace. Do airlines take the demand for granted, do you think? Because like, clearly they have been you know, thinking that, well, this the good times in terms of having a labor pool and having customers was just going to keep going. Well, I guess it's, I, I don't know whether there's any, I, I don't think we, we can sort of blame airline management for this. I think there have, there's been structural um, pressures on airlines to, as I say, compete on costs. Um, and in order to get those large numbers in onto the aircraft, obviously cost becomes a, a real factor. Um, I think that, that at this point, there, there needs to be some reconsideration about how airlines operate, and certainly in relation to labour. Because remember, this is a service industry, and this is reliant on the efforts of staff and the, the performance, in this case, airline pilots. But going forward, we may be seeing disputes with with cabin crew and other um, other employee groups within the airline industry. These are the people who represent the airline. They're the people who deal with, and we've seen lots of this recently, the problems on the flights. And so these employees are rightly looking to the airlines to um, for better terms and conditions. Is this a Canadian situation, Garrett, or is this also happening in the United States? I think the, the issue with the pilots, uh, it, it, there's something distinctive about um, civil aviation in Canada. The airline pilots, given what they have to go through, given the nature of the job, they aren't paid especially well. Um, so I think that is distinctive. Uh, you know, The Canadian context is distinctive there, but I think this is a global issue and we are likely to see this across the board. Um, I, I came to this wonderful country from the UK in, in 2021, in 2020, um, well, sorry, prior to the pandemic, we saw labour disputes. It wasn't just the pandemic. What the, the pandemic done is, um, has done sorry, is exacerbated matters. So this isn't just a Canadian thing. This is a global civil aviation problem. Right. So how can customers, how can we brace ourselves for this? <laughs> That's a very good question. I, I think that Obviously, airlines will be doing everything they can to keep um, aircraft in the air. No employee groups wants to go on strike either. I mean, the, the fact that this came as far as it did is because the pilots felt very strongly about their terms and conditions. So nobody, no parties, and customers included, but no parties in the airline industry want strike action because it's, it's a problem for everyone involved. So are we likely to see huge disruption? I don't know. I understand for customers who've booked on the flight, there has been this uncertainty over the last few days, and we are likely to see similar levels of uncertainty. But of course, this is a major issue. To get as far as this, 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 is, this is not going to happen you know, every other day. We're likely to see you know, more um, requests and more demands for um, terms and conditions. But it has to get, it has to be felt very strongly and it has to get, you know, fairly severe for us to get to this stage. It does. All right. Thank you so much for your time on that. Thanks so much for the invite.